cool. You like to date white women. That doesn't mean you have to sit here and say, black women are aggressive, angry, and la da 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 Sir, you came out of a black woman's vagina. <laughs> right? Your auntie is black, your sister is black, your damn mother is black. Okay, don't sit up here talking about black women are this, this, and that. Black woman raised you, sir. Now have some respect and put it on their name. Ooh, so what's next on the list? Ooh, dating for sport versus dating for purpose. Yeah. So how would you define dating for sport versus dating for purpose? Okay, so dating for sport for me is just something. I'm just out here. I'm having fun. I'm looking to meet new people. Um, if I make a friend here or there, fine. If I make a relationship here or there, that's brilliant. But it's nothing too serious. I'm not looking to settle down. Dating for per mm-hmm. dating for purpose is um, I'm looking to find my person. I want to. I'm. I want to get. I want to get married in the future. I want to start a family in the future. You know, I just want to start building a life with somebody. Um, that for me yeah. is dating for purpose. Yeah. Where would you say you are now with if, if you have to pick between dating for sport and dating for purpose? What What would your um category I, be? Mm, I'm. I want to say the category hi- is dating. Which one are you? <laughs> I think I. I want to say that I'm a hybrid in between both of them. Um, I don't necessarily. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to settle down. Um, and get married and do all that cute stuff. Um, yet, but I'm also not out here you know just having fun like that so I mean I'm in the middle so I'm looking to have like a little bit of fun with it but um and seeing where it goes but I'm not dead set on um the line that I want to go down um for right now um for being I'm not basically dating for marriage or a future husband (laughs) just yet yeah but if it happens, great. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not. I'm not knocking that. Yeah. That's a bonus. What about you? Yeah, I definitely think that I would uh, consider myself the same. Um, I'm definitely not dropping down, getting my eagle on out there. <laughs> not that I could, because it's COVID, anyways. <laughs> Corona COVID stopping us all hustle. from doing it. Oh okay, yeah, drop down and get your eagle on, girl. <laughs> literally. But um, I don't, I wouldn't say like, I definitely am not ready to settle down either. I'm definitely very much career oriented and focused right now. Mm. But when it comes to dating, I do tend to find myself looking for men that I would consider myself doing long term with, not necessarily mm-hmm. getting married in like the next three to five years, um, but that I could date for three to five years and not be annoyed as hell with. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, it would happen down the line, but not right now. Yeah. So, like, so, for me, yeah, dating yeah. for purpose is just, like, I'm, I want to do things long-term with you, but if we break up, like, in the next five years down the line, I'm going to be very hurt that you've just wasted my whole four, three, five, yeah. six years, whereas Absolutely. I'm not there yet. I'm not there. So, um, yeah. That's why I really like the European style of dating and kind of, like, partnerships because it's very less so about oh I'm dating to get married but I'm dating to find a companion and eventually we'll get to the marriage stage but I'm not rushed or super like you know 
like you know heartbroken if we don't get engaged in a year and have kids and like you know what i'm saying like mm. i hate the pressure that gets put on relationships of having a timeline of when i should do this and when i should do that if i've been dating old boy for five to ten years and we're still not married if i'm still happy with that person and they're happy with me then that's our business nobody else is to put pressure or time stamp on if i want to have kids good if i don't good like that's my choice stop pressurizing it you know what i'm saying so like I definitely 100% agree with you. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about dating? And that's on that. <laughs> exactly. Period. Um, what What about dating outside of your race? Ooh, cute. <laughs> I'm all for it. Look, I'm all for it. All of my nieces and nephews are mixed. Um, I have no problem with it. I've dated outside my race. I've dated inside my race. I have no problem with it. What I do will say, like I said earlier, I have an issue with people that in the midst of dating outside of their race put their own race or other races down while they're doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. cool, you like to date white women. That doesn't mean you have to sit here and say, black women are aggressive, angry, and la-da-da-da-da-da. Sir, you came out of a black woman's vagina. (laughs) Right. Your auntie is black, your sister is black, your damn mother is black. Okay, don't sit up here talking about black women or this, this, and that. Black woman raised you, sir. Now have some respect and put it on their name. Yeah, like, I that is what I cannot that. understand. I heard so, yeah. that. Yeah. I definitely am a big, like, I'm not a big proponent, but, like, I'm, I am an advocate of dating in your race, outside of your race. I'm an avoc- advocate for dating someone that makes you happy. I will say, growing up in a black household, it wasn't necessarily taboo, but it was always, like, mm, like... Because my brother was dating a white girl. My sister was dating a white man. So it was always like, oh, you the one that's going to come bring a black person home. Because my first year's boyfriend was a black person. So I was like, yes, you are the token one, girl. You brought us a brother to celebrate your queen and your king. I do not know why I keep doing this horrible African accent. That's why I'm laughing. My family, my family's from Connecticut. Okay, (laughs) we're not from the tribe. We're not Nigerian or Congolese or any of that. I'm well, probably down the line, but I don't know. (laughs) So I'm gonna. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. I just have too many African friends, obviously. Love you, Jess. <laughs> no, but it, it's very, it's very, yeah, I agree. But don't you find um, interracial dating, you, okay, taking it back to a little bit, a few moments ago to online dating, <laughs> and I'm laughing because I, I found it funny when a, a white guy will pop up in your inbox and be like, hey, chocolate. <laughs> Listen. Hey, my listen. Hey, chocolate drop. I'm just like, why? (laughs) Listen, Linda. Do you hear my gavel over here? I'm Judge Judy, Judge Joe Brown. (laughs) Look, look. What we're not gonna do is that. Court adjourned. Okay. What we're not gonna do is that right there. (laughs) It's so funny. Like it's it's like that line. It's like, I guess they're being nice, but it's just like. I really don't taste like this, bro. <laughs> Listen, I don't care how many Dave Chappelle, Mo Gilligan, 
kings of comedy nelly rap videos tupac this biggie that videos you watch black television shows you watch i'm not your queen i'm not your sister i'm not your chocolate i'm not your nubian african none of that honey okay (laughs) i have a name call me by that respect me by that respect me by that Am I a queen? Yes. Wear my crown proudly. Am I your chocolate queen? No. I'm nothing to be fetishized. I might taste good, but you won't know that until you actually get to know me for who I am, not the color of my skin. And that's on that. Okay, that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. That is on Mary Had a Little Lamb, and that's on period. Okay? Right. I can't stand when people do that. Like, approach me like you would approach any other person. How would, listen, let's flip the roles real quick. What if we did that to all ethnicities and races? Yeah. That would be horrible. No one would be here for that. And so why would you do that to a black exactly. person? Exactly. And the thing is, I feel like it's, um, I don't think that they set out to be intentionally like that to be horrible when they do say the stuff. I think they're trying to be nice, but it. I can deal with one or two, but when you're coming with it every single line, like, uh, this, I don't know, like, you're my melted chocolate, uh, uh, chocolate drizzle, you know, stuff like this, I'm just like, I don't even like chocolate like that. I love that. how you said I could deal with one or two. Yeah. Like, one or two <laughs> lines, like, two. just like one or two, like, you sneak it in there, and it's like, maybe like cute and funny or quirky, do you know what I mean? But then after... Uh, you get a load of them it just gets jarring Mm. i think that initially hell no do not call me anything but my name if we start dating interaction relationship down the line maybe you can sprinkle a few in there every now and again because like pet names are fine with me and it's cute but i feel like initially especially if you don't know somebody and like you don't know the relationship with those words or you know what I'm saying? It's like very jarring to just call somebody. And I just feel like already off bat, I feel like black women are so fetishized and so many people just want to get a taste just to say that they've been with a black woman. Like that's kind of an issue that I've had with past relationships and interracial dating. It's like, do you like me because you actually like me or do you like me because you fetishize black women and you just kind of want the experience? Because sometimes I have felt like that in relationships where it's like you don't actually like care about me or my struggle. It's just you see it in the, in the conversations that you have with them and like their lack of actually wanting to understand and get to know the struggles that you've been through and stuff like that and kind of pass it off and be passive about your different identity issues that you have. Yeah, because I I mean, I've literally had people say to me that, oh, I've never been with a black girl before. I've never been with a chocolate girl before. I'm like, well, you ain't going to be with this one. (laughs) So what are we going to do? Like, do you know what I mean? You better run to the drugstore and get a milk bar, honey, because that's the only chocolate you're going to be tasting. Exactly. It can can get so jarring, but... um, I mean, okay, so what if it's someone that you're you're dating and um, mm-hmm. he says that just to be, he calls you, I don't know, he's Miss Chocolate or something. Is that fine with you? Do you mind that? That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're dating and we have that established relationship and it's like, oh, you say a little cute something, fine. Like, that's fine. But when it gets, like, overly, like, aggressive and it's, like, really, like super like oh hi my little mocha lot of chocolate <laughs> mocha creamy oh you so fine nubian queen ah, la, 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 let me get to la, 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 la. like no i don't need would you prefer that. would you prefer to be called coffee or chocolate i don't i don't really want to be called e- i guess chocolate because i don't really drink coffee and i'm like i don't know i feel like chocolate rolls off the tongue better, yeah. but i don't know <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be. I want to be called my name. <laughs> like <laughs> for real. Call me by my name, please. <laughs> like for real. No, but you. So you're okay with it initially, as long as it's not too overbearing. No, it's not okay. So when I say I'm okay with it, like say if they throw in there, like okay, so I'm going back to online, online dating now. So say if they like mm-hmm. to message me and they be like say something, and they mention like a chocolate or something. I wouldn't really yeah. think of it as anything, but when you keep saying it all the time, then I'm going to be like, okay, this is jarring, my jarring. Now, if I'm in something that's more like in a friendship or anything, um, and we've kind of established, I guess, like nicknames for each other, then fair enough. But I just, I just find that initial meet to when I just don't know I just find it weird that when you initially meet especially on an online setting the first thing you're gonna narrow me down to is the mm-hmm. color of my skin in that sense of being chocolate dressing exactly it, it, it's just it is a little bit weird but I, I guess I, I can I yeah. can see through one but after after the second third fourth one like I'm not I'm not chocolate I'm just Roxanne. And that, I think, is my biggest issue, is what you hit on the head, was when you say, you're classifying me as the color of my skin instead of getting to know me for who I am as a person. Mm. And it's like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do that. And I will say I find people that are, from dating in Europe and dating in America, I find people are a lot more bold in Europe to say stuff like that, and people in America are a little bit more aware of it. I'm not saying they're less racist. I'm just saying they're more aware of to say or to not say that. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so did you answer the question? Have you dated, like, would you date outside your race? Like, Yeah, I've dated outside of my race before. Um, so, yeah, that's not really uh, it, the, the, the look. Why <laughs> are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the details, honey. I like the tea. How was it? Was he like? Would you do it again? What was it like? Yeah, I I would do it again. I'm not um. I don't discriminate in that sense. Um, I feel like my family anyway just already think that I'm automatically going to be dating. I'm gonna end up with someone that's not black. <laughs> like that's how my family all think. Um, I don't know if I think I don't know if I think that for myself, but that's what they assume, even my friends, which is quite funny. Um. But yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I just want with my person to be really cultured with something. Um, yeah. They have to have, they have to have some type of culture, you know, and understand, have understanding um, about me, my blackness, um, have culture of their own. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, if anything, I think it. Um, it's good about um, enjoying each other's um, different cultures, ethnicities, aspects of one another and and um, just learning. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that front. Like, I definitely would also like to have somebody that is very culturally aware, whether no matter what their uh, ethnicity or race is, um, and have understanding of not only mine, but also other people's and be open to anything. I think I have a very diverse friend group. I literally have friends from every uh spectrum of the rainbow every religion every everything 
And so I'm very open in that sense, but I will say I feel like I was a lot more open to dating any race before, like when I was younger, but now I'm almost more, um, more drawn to people in my own race because they understand my struggle and they appreciate my struggle more. And I'm not saying I will definitely end up with a black man, but I will say my eyes are very much more like attuned into brothers, especially ones that have an appreciation for black mm-hmm. women, just because I see, I know their struggle and what they go through and they, we understand each other's struggle. So it's not like a battle of having to like feel the necessity to teach them and, and make them understand like, you know, what my struggle is or having to like go through that mental turmoil, turmoil mm-hmm. of, will they ever truly get me? But just knowing like, we see each other, we know each other, we've got each other's back. Absolutely. So, yeah. Like, I've always been open to dating black men. I've dated black men, but I feel find myself even more so now with the climate of the country and, like, everything that we're going through, even more so, like, like you know, I just love a brother, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you on that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with you. There's just so, you, you just want something that you can relate to and you don't want to have to, um, it, you know, like when you... Force it. It's not every day is a history lesson, you know what I mean? Yeah, that shouldn't be, like, obviously relationships are about getting to understand everybody and know everybody, but when it becomes a task and a chore, that's a completely different thing, and I'm not necessarily, I don't think I'm built for that. Yeah, of, that's why I um, feel like for me, dating interracially, I'm going to be aware more of who I do choose to date interracial with um because that is a big mm-hmm. point because i was watching you know so i'm a big fan of like um paternity court and um like oh i just God. love are you are you a big fan i would have never guessed <gasps> i love paternity never would have and now i've gone on to like divorce court and all this stuff it's amazing oh god <laughs> and i was i was watching one episode of divorce court where there's um this black woman and she was married to this white man and basically he was very open and honest in that which i award him for being very honest in that setting basically he was saying that he was a racist before he ever dated her Ooh. and and he's basically his family's got a long line of racism so and he never really met any black people before he met his now wife and um so he had well they're getting divorced um <laughs> yeah but he didn't want to get divorced she she kind of wanted oh. the divorce more than he did okay. um and he he was be- very open and honest with the judge and was saying his family had this whole stigma about black people so did he and he kind of carried that into the relationship so um before he even met she, he, she met his friends and stuff he wouldn't necessarily say that um he wouldn't necessarily say that she was black but you know just alluding away from the fact and then when they'd see her it was just it would just be like uh what's going on and in my mind i was just thinking why would she even go there um do you know what i mean and and it's not as if and she was such a um she was very she seemed so self-aware and educated and do you do you know what i mean um not someone. Yeah, but I also know how fake those shows are, so I can understand why she would be playing a great actress. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But I think it, it was real because I, I remember when you sent me that 
thing that time with that other thing I always go and check on like Facebook and stuff so I do do the Facebook stuff and it was quite legitimate they have kids and everything um oh yeah so they had kids and everything but I was just I was um very she was very I guess she was had an insecurity inside of her why she went into Mm -hmm. that relationship in the first place um and she ended up getting married to this man and living through like verbal abuse and stuff because of his stigma mm-hmm. in the past with um racism and whatnot and I get he was there as I guess he was there as a changed man, as he wants to say. Um but I will I do say I award him on his openness because he could have gone up there and just lied and, you know, said yeah. this and that and but he was very honest and he's said he's changed his He's trying to, to change his mentality and um, he just wants his wife back and everything because she was good to him, etc, etc. But I was just thinking, like, why... I don't understand, like, there's some of us that would just put us um, ourselves back in a space like that to just um, get, get ridiculed in that way. And I kind of left it kind of feeling bad for her. Um, in that sense, mm-hmm. not at that moment, but for her past self, and was like thinking, oh, I yeah. hope I never. I'm like, I, I was listening to it, and I was like, girl, why did you even get into that situation in the first place? Like, that's just nuts to me. But then I'm thinking, there was obviously yeah. something else that's there that made her um, want that, feel for that. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta, like, we also have to be cognizant of the fact that we don't know how he presented himself to her, because he could have been, like, a completely different person, like, you know, before they got into the relationship, and might have not presented those facts until later on, until she was kind of already, like, invested in him, maybe, don't know, because I didn't watch it, so I don't know, but also, I see this a lot, where, like, especially, like, in the Deep South, where, like, white men who grow up in, like, a racist area, and kind of, like, try to kind of like rebel and like do like the total opposite of what they know or kind of like I say fetishize and kind of like use it as that like oh I've never been with a black girl so I'm just trying it out but then realize well I mean I'm sticking to my roots and then kind of like flip-flop you know what I'm saying it it happens all the time like it's not anything that's new that's and that's what, what I was saying it scares me about dating yeah sometimes white men or like from different races that don't you know understand yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's like those all those factors that you have to um, look into is just just added to the mm-hmm. list. Like when we was talking earlier about like going on dating shows, and we have to think about oh our hair, um, this that and the other. Do they have the products for it? Will they know how to style it like everybody else's? And then then on the other thing thing with those dating shows, you have to think oh are they they gonna provide um provide me with a batch of men that are interested in dating black women that's also another thing added onto the list and I feel like we're the only I feel like we're the only bunch of women black women to question whether a guy even our own race of guys is attracted to us like and I think it's so sad Like, the first thing is like, oh... Because what it does to you mentally... Exactly, it's just like... And especially when you think about it, 
you say that to your own black men. Oh, so and even like you know when you go out and he's like, oh, he doesn't look like he dates black black women. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. he's black himself. Yeah. It's it's it's, yeah. it's kind of we we have that and we kind of know it already before you you actually know. Yeah. You know. It's just mentally it's, exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Very. And the craziest thing, it's like the most beautiful black woman, like literally. 12 out of 10 black women like rating wise they're like a 12 out of a 10 but they're sitting here making being brought down and made to feel like they're a one out of 10 because these people don't like them but it's not that they that anything is wrong with a woman it's that these are not the men for you Mm, exactly so it's definitely horrendous but I digress. It's it's a battle that we all have to deal with and we know it too well. But we'll talk about that another time because we've got to move on to our next segment, love. Yes. I am really excited about this one. So, like we've said before, guys, we're going to be introducing new segments into our show. Ken's is really passionate about music and she'll be introducing her segment um, later on in the series podcast. And I'll be introducing mine now. Something I love to do is snuggle up under the covers and watch some good old Netflix or TV show or movie or really anything. I just love film and television. And so now we are going to be introducing our new segment called Netflix and Spill. So a fun play off of Netflix and chill each week or we might not do it each week. We might do it like biweekly, but we'll be bringing you a new TV show or movie that we have binged and want to tell you about because we either love it, hate it, or are unsure about it. And we want to hear your thoughts as well. So for this first episode of Netflix and Spill, we are going to be breaking down the Netflix series Behind Her Eyes. So first things first, spoiler alert, if you have not watched the show yet, there will be spoiler alert. So enter at your own risk. If you haven't seen it and still want to watch it, you can go ahead and skip past this part or you can listen in and then give us your own take after you watch it. So Kenz, you've definitely watched it all too as well, yes? Yes, I watched it. And yes. I will say that the producers did what they had to do with that series. Because when I tell you, I was glued from the first episode. Yes. If that, not even the, yes. the episode, but from like the first 15 minutes. And I yes. did not go to sleep that night. I was up until like early hours in the morning until it finished until the, the last episode when we say we binged this show we binged it and it's funny because we hadn't talked but we hadn't talked like what like maybe since last yeah. week we like text back and forth but we hadn't talked on the phone and like as we're writing the show up for this week i'm like oh let's do this new segment and then i'm like oh let's do the show and she's like oh my gosh have you watched it i'm like yes i, I literally yeah. started it one night and like stayed up all night as well watching it because it was just that good oh. and they're not like necessarily short episodes what is there like 10 episodes in the series i think um, uh, I, can't I think there's like I can't remember how many episodes i can't remember how many it's around maybe six no i think it's more than six is it no, it's six. I just oh, okay. It up, yeah. Is it six? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's six, and each episode is about 50 minutes. Long. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's six 50-minute episodes. It's, okay, 
yes, it does start kind of slow, but honestly, stay into it because it's a really good show. So, Psychological Thriller is what I would class it as. It's a British series, so snaps to the Brits for this one because it's so good. Um, It stars Simona Brown, a.k.a. um, the British version of Issa Rae. (laughs) That's what I'm going to deem her as because I literally, when she came on the screen, I was like, is that Issa Rae? Because that literally looks just like Issa Rae. There was moments of it that she just looked the spitting image of Issa Rae. And it's funny that we both said that as well when we were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will definitely say she... No offense to Issa, but she definitely takes chops as far as acting when it comes to who's <laughs> a better actress. Simona Brown did her thing, but it stars her, Eve Hewson, and Tom Bateman, aka Zaddy of All Zaddy. Like, this man is fine. <laughs> like, I was who's like, a, um, who, I don't know if who, I can who, watch who's this. Who's the Tom Bateman character, the, um, the guy? He's the husband. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah he, he was fine. I'll give him that. Yeah. So Netflix, um, Netflix description of it is a single mother enters a world of twisted mind games when she begins an affair with her psychiatrist boss while secretly befriending his mysterious wife. So it came up on my news feed because like uh, or my Netflix feed, it usually does like the top 10 shows of whatever. And that one came up. I was like, oh, that looks good. I really like psychological thrillers. I was really invested when I saw there was a black main character because I was like, oh, it's usually never like a black main character as the other woman, but this time it was. So I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Listen, listen, listen. When I say I was like glued, like like Ken said, glued to my bed the whole time, like rocking and rocking every time there was a twist and turn, this was such a good show. Like so many twist and turns, so many like what the F moments, like Literally, you have to watch this show. So, basically, I'm going to try to, like, do a synopsis without giving too many, too much away. So, basically, there's this lady, the main character. What's the, let me get the names right first. There's Adele. There's Louise. Ro, not Rose. What's her name? Louise. Louise. And, um, what's the husband's name? Um, oh, God, I can't remember. Oh, what's his name? I know, I'm going to, um, let me look it up and then I'll. Doctor. So we can. He was a doctor. Doctor, doctor yeah. And he was doctor. Scottish. Doctor was he Scottish? Dreamy. Oh, yeah. Yes, sexy as hell. But you know, he's from Oxford. Like, how did he play oh such a good God, accent? Oh, my God, that voice. I was just like, oh, my God. He's so cute. And his beard. Like, yes. Okay, so we've got the names up. So we've got Adele, which is the wife. We've got Dr. Ferguson, which is the husband. And then we've got Louise, which is the other woman slash the secretary of. Dr. McSteamy is what I'm going to call him <laughs> because he's the true Dr. McSteamy. Like, hello, Scottish accent, check. Dark features, check. Just sexy, mysterious, check, check, check. Oh, my <laughs> God. And, I, like, literally, I was lusting after this man, after the screen. So if you don't even like the storyline, just watch it for Tom Bateman because incredibly <laughs> hot. Whew. Anyways, so basically, boy meets girl in a bar. They're clicking and everything. Everything's going cool. When they go to leave, like, they're about to kiss. But then he, like, stops himself and is like, oh, no, I can't do this. She's a single mom. So she's, like, you know, left her kid at home with the babysitter to go out on this date. And she's like, well, what the heck? Like, what did I do? And so she goes home, gets up the next day to go to work. Dun, dun, dun. The guy she's about to kiss in the bar is her new boss she was what did she, you think about she wasn't that? about to kiss him she did kiss him they did kiss oh she did yeah, kiss him. they kissed, they okay, kissed. Yeah, and then he pulled they away let me like, get my back straight and ran away yeah and then he pulled away 
But then, dun, 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 the next day, she goes into work and finds out not only is her boss, but he's married because homeboy's wife is in the office, too. So, she, like, runs away and hides. And then, like, yeah. So, what did you think about that whole initial setup? Yeah, so, at first, I was, okay, so, when um, they came from when they were in the bar i was like oh this is cute like she can't get hers and then um Mm -hmm. and then yes like they went because remember she was about to leave and then yes um the spilling of the drink happened and then um, she picked back up her wine so you know she was she was ready she was ready for that night to continue and then um yes so yeah they were leaving and he kissed her so i was like what on earth so um like from watching a little bit of the trailer and stuff i was like oh my god something happened in that kiss like my mind was going crazy i was yeah. i was like is there's something wrong with him and when he kissed her something happened to her <laughs> yeah in 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 my mind so yeah i was so um that was like a little bit of a cliffhanger as to why yeah. he stopped um why he stopped kissing, kissing her. her in the middle of the street yeah. and ran away. Yeah. Wait, did he say that he and had a wife like, when he kissed her? No, he didn't say anything. He just ran away. He, she had no clue. Yeah, he just... Because remember, she doesn't say anything till later when she's like, oh, this must be your wife oh, or whatever. Oh, yes, like, yes, when yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that happens. And obviously, she finds out he's married. And that's why he kind of pulled away from the thing. But that's not like the biggest stringer of the whole thing. So later, and I think that episode, the next episode, not only like she finds out she has a wife, but then later on, when they finally like come back together in the office, it's like, oh, what are you doing here? Like he asked her, like, are you basically, are you stalking me? Like, why would you be here? And she's like, um, no, homeboy, I work here. So what's up with you being married? Like, she doesn't say that, but she's like, what's like, you know, it's like really kind of awkward at first. Mm-hmm. And then so they go like around it awkwardly, but then bum 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 she knows what his wife looks like because she has a picture on like his her picture on his desk but she bumps into his wife later on and so now homegirl is like hanging out with his wife but also secretly crushing on her man some things happen obviously the affair happens blah blah blah. but that's not even the crazy part the crazy part is louise also suffers from these things called night terrors where she like night walks and stuff like that and that becomes a big storyline in the show, too, because Adele, which is his wife, ends up helping her kind of control her dreams, or so she thinks, with this red book that has a bunch of stories on how to control your night terrors and make them whatever you want them to be. And this book is allegedly from a guy that Adele was in some kind of psychiatric care with and basically, like, helped her figure out her own night terrors it's a whole lot going on i know i know it's a whole lot going on but basically there's lots of twits and turns and in the end it all gets effed up i'm not gonna i think i'm gonna hold the ending so you guys can figure it out yourself but after i watched the series I was, like, having restless nights. Not literally restless nights. Because when I find out the stringer at the end, like, we find out how it all, like, circles back and, like, ends. I'm, like, thinking, like, of all the moments in the series, of all the little Easter eggs that they dropped that were, like, 
Ooh, I knew it was him because you know how like when you think about series and like especially with like psychological thrillers, it's always like, okay, I'm going to watch this at face value, but I'm not going to take it at face value because there's always a twist and turn. So where is the moment that you knew who was the bad person and that all this crap was going on? Did you ever like have a moment in the show where you were like, yes, I knew they were the bad person and I knew what was happening see okay so i didn't have that before but you know when um it showed the person in the what is it the tunnel well Well, in the well the well Mm -hmm. the body wasn't decomposed did you notice that it was like this i was like uh at what point like throughout the whole thing when there was show eventually when it because remember they were just showing the watch in um in the mm-hmm. well and then later on they showed like he that the body there so i was thinking oh this mm-hmm. happened um recently but yeah. so as i maybe i'm giving away too much here but um no, but going. i think that might spill into if they make another one that might come into the yeah. to the next season because maybe the way it ended has something to do with mm-hmm. why is was still intact <laughs> do you know what i mean so I, yeah. I never really there wasn't really any clues when i was watching it that i thought that um something's not right here because i thought that he had got her into the um the drug taking yeah 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 so for me my, I was kind of, I was, I was like, with the episode, I understood everything, but I was kind of like, I don't know how this is going to end. The moment that I kind of was like, hmm, what I think is going to happen, which actually turned out to kind of be what happened. So initially when she meets Rob, so Rob is Adele's friend that she met at the drug um, facility to kind of help them get clean. When she first meets him and she's talking to him about how, She's in love with this guy and like blah, blah, blah. And Rob is trying to like be like, you got to be realistic about this guy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if his intentions are pure, but let me give him the benefit of the doubt because he might be a cool guy. And so I was like, why would he be saying all this stuff like, you know, about this guy that he doesn't know? But then I was like, OK, well, maybe he has a point. Maybe um, maybe Dr. Ferguson is crazy and doesn't have her best interest at heart, or blah, 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 because he does have a point about like, you know, the whole fire thing. Like, you know, why would he just randomly yeah. be there to save her? Um, but then I'm like, no, maybe he is a good guy and blah, blah, blah. So I think like Rob is like this good stand up guy, whatever. But then the moment that I was like, hmm, the moment it all clicked for me was when Okay, so there's some paranormal type stuff going on in here too, which like with like basically leaving your body and like these accidental experiences and stuff like that, which you can kind of find out for yourself. Watch the series, highly recommend. Um, but the moment that the two guys met each other and Rob was cooking them dinner, the moment I knew was when Dr. Ferguson, I don't think he was a doctor out there, but David when he took the food over to the oven and helped Rob put it in yeah. and the two made eye contact, yeah. the way that Rob looked at him, I was like, oh no, he likes this yeah. guy. Like he likes him, likes him. Because you know, Rob is Rob is gay in the show because mm-hmm. he said he likes guys. It, that's a known fact. And I was like, the way that he looked at him, 
something's not right. So either the two of them are going to conspire against her or something is not right. So at that point, I painted him as the villain. I painted Rob as the villain. And I was like, dang. Then in, And later on, we find out who's in the well. And I'm like, well, maybe that's not the villain. I don't know. But then when I thought back to it after the show, after I finished the show and I started thinking about things, why is Adele all of a sudden cooking all the time? Adele never cooked before, but now all of a sudden she's cooking. Why is Adele doing these things that she would never do before, but all of a sudden Adele is doing these things? Oh my God. Like, Wait, you just oh made me think. Oh my God. Oh my God, I've got yes. goosebumps. <laughs> yes. I was like, why is Adele going out, getting punched in the streets in the face, trying to get stuff when she never really did that stuff before? Yes. Honey. The clues were there the whole time, but we weren't looking for them because we did not know yeah. that that was possible. That, yeah, you know, at the that point, was I was possible. just thinking that the friend, him, um, what's yes. his name again? The Rob, Rob. had just got her uh, hooked on to mm-hmm. um, the, the heroin. Like, the, and that's how she got addicted. Yeah. But it's, it's such a mind fuck, literally. It's crazy. Listen. Okay. Listen, a literal mind mind flub. I will literally, I rarely do this, but I'm going to give it, oh, I don't want to give it a 10 because I feel like they're, I, I almost want to give this a 10. Okay. Literally I will give good. it a 10 out of 10 for acting. Acting wise, I will give it a 10 out of 10 because the way these characters shift from personality to personality so fluidly without even skipping a beat is phenomenal. If I am ever like... If we ever be like, you know, if we ever achieve our goals of becoming actresses, I want us to be actresses like that because that is phenomenal. Like literally they deserve golden gloves. They deserve everything they can get for Even that performance. Even the switch it was at the end. Unequivocally. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That the kind way of Louise of switched. Us, like the movie. Yeah, I was just like. Okay, yeah, so if you've seen Us the movie, yeah, if you've seen Us the movie, you'll definitely love this as well. If you've seen and you liked us, you'll definitely love this. But just like the way, yes, the way that Louise was able to switch so so effortlessly. And that's another thing uh, about Adele. When you see her in the... Um, Isn't that Louise? In the scenes. No, no, no. I, yes, Louise, but I'm talking about Adele now. Oh, yeah. Adele, the Adele's the wife. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting the names. Yeah. <laughs> so when you see Adele... Um, at the facility and like when she when she sees david like afterwards at her house her energy and her light is so much different than when she's adele outside you see you know how, you see how dark rob is inside the facility and how light uh adele yeah. is but then like when she goes outside into present day and like she even cuts her hair short and stuff like that she's a completely yeah. different person and these were like all kind of giveaways of to what happened but like like I said, the, the the acting was completely like insane. Like Louise when she goes and picks up her son, and then he stops in mid sentence, like, "Who the hell are you? Because you are not my mother." Yeah. Like you know, like he's just like, so. Like he phenomenal. knew immediately oh. that something wasn't right. It was up, yes. And I want to say so many things, and I want to hold so many things, but I'll stop there as far as spoiler alerts. But literally. Give this series, I'm giving this series 10 out of 10, giving the acting a 10 out of 10. God, please let there be a season yeah. two because that was like, I don't know how, I don't know what they would do with season two, but I need more. Yeah, absolutely. I need more, I need more as well. And I will just say this, like for all of the people that did watch it, 
do not be a Louise in this life. If someone tells you to stay away, just mind your business and drink water, it is not worth the aggro because I she put me through something in my bed that when I was watching listen, it. Listen, listen. When I tell you I made my mom watch this series and the second it went off, comes up to me and like, look, how the hell is she going? Why the hell does she not mind her business? And la, 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 la. My mom went off on this girl. I'm like, look, it wouldn't have been like that if she had been a regular, regular black woman and called the damn cops like, listen, there's a fire. Somebody come help this lady because I'm not helping you. Listen, I wouldn't even have gone no. to the house. Why you? First no. of all, why did she call her up and said he's going yes. to the police? Mind your business. Mind your business and drink your water. Literally. Roll your edges and drink your water. She put okay? me through some emotions. Like, period. Literally, you and me both. I'm like, please don't be that. <laughs> don't be that girl. Like, there's always that girl in the movie that's like dumb, just dumb, dumb. That was the dumb, dumb, dumb movie. That was dumb, dumb moment of the movie. Dumb. Show. No, I knew For she sure. was dumb the moment she let the um the wife in the house. Yes. Because who does that? When exactly. when you've just met someone, you don't automatically bring them to your home. No, you don't. It's crazy. But yeah, I could literally talk about the show for hours because I was like, I, I might go watch it again tonight. Like, yeah. Just, just <laughs> no, you know what? The next, the, like, the next honestly, day after it, I, I watched the first episode again after I got over the initial yeah. shock of everything. And I was like, I did watch the, sec um, the episode again, um, just the first one there. Literally buckle your seatbelts and get ready for a ride because this series will take you on a series of twists and turns and emotions that you didn't even know you could feel. You'll be yelling at the screen. You'll be saying, what the hell? Like, honestly, highly recommend if you haven't watched it. And if you have, please message us with your theories, what you thought about it. Let us know because we definitely want to know what you were Yeah, thinking. absolutely. But we've got to move on to the, to the final topic so we can... End this so we're not keeping you guys on for too long. And we're going to wrap it up with uh, one more dating topic. And that is the dynamics of dating, expectations versus reality. So when it comes to dating, whether it's first date or last date, what do you think about paying? Are you more of like the guy pays or are you more of like a let's go Dutch and we'll split it? Like what is your what are your thoughts on paying? Okay, and so here it goes. Um, the gentleman thing to do is for you to pay on the first date, especially if you've asked me out to dinner, um, right? Um, Period. Okay, so because I'm a very understanding girl and I understand, <laughs> don't do that. Do you not understand all girl? Because I'm there. No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself thinking about how I'm about to answer this question. <laughs> That's what I'm because I'm so understanding and I understand um the most gentleman thing to do is for um a man to pay on the first date or any date really and that I understand that um for example, say if, I know a date didn't go too well. And I know that I'm probably never going to see this guy ever. And I know that the date was rubbish. I will either offer to pay all or go halves. There's no qualms in that. But however, if the date was... Um, if I really want to see you again or if I feel like um, the date was quite promising, 
and you asked me out on a date, I feel like you should pay. Fair. <laughs> End of. What about you? Um, and that's just for first dates. I don't feel like you should pay all the time for every single date. Don't get it twisted, but I'm just talking about first dates. Like, literally, if... And also, I feel like it's all about first impressions mm-hmm. count. If I feel like... You will pay for me if you rate me. Do you, as a guy, I feel like if you rate me as a person and you don't think I'm just going to be some jump off or some breezy, you would you will pay you Not will pay breezy. for the day. Okay, honey, throw it back one time for us. <laughs> explain to the explain <laughs> to our American viewers what you mean by rate you. Okay, so rate is in um, just in the way you would just rate anything. Like, say if you really like someone. You're gonna give them a high rating. Do you get what I'm saying? So okay, let's go back to like clothes or something. You know, you see all these halls. I rate it a seven out of ten, or this or that. If you really like something, the number's gonna be a lot higher than if it would mm-hmm. if you don't like it. So when I mean by rate is if you really like me, um, and you want this to go further, you will pay for you will pay yeah. you will pay for the date. Whereas if you don't really like me like that. You're gonna want to probably go Dutch, like mm. you asked, um, if I would pay halves or not want to pay at all, or some waste man have um run out on the day and the girls had well, you've paid done the that? whole That's bill. To you Do you get what I'm saying? No, it hasn't happened oh, okay. to me, but it's ha- <laughs> it's happened to um a few. It's happened to a few people, mm-hmm. um, and they've even like called them out on Twitter Ooh. and everything, like that because they left them up. Uh, left bill. them with the whole bill couldn't be me honey yeah so yeah so i just feel like and uh, uh, yeah so i just feel like if you rate me you're gonna you're gonna pay for the first date because you asked me if i ask you then then, then that's a different discussion yeah. what about you you're very quiet over you know there what? i'm just gathering my <laughs> thoughts in i wish you could manner. all see Kez's facial Listen, that'll be right coming now. to you soon, honey. When we get together, we'll have some videos along with this audio. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in the building process stages, honey. Um, anyways, listen. Did you say if the date goes horrible, you're paying? Or what did you say? Is that what you said? No, it, no, I said I will offer. No, if the date is going horrible, you're also paying. That's even more so reason for you to pay because you just wasted my damn time. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> In my mind, up. you just wasted about two hours of my evening. What I could have been doing was watching a Netflix series like Behind Her Eyes, but instead I've chose to spend it with you. So therefore, you're definitely paying for the date. If you ask me on a date, you're definitely paying for the date. <laughs> If it's our first date, you're definitely paying for the date. If you ask me to go Dutch, I will laugh in your face and then walk away as you pay for the date. <laughs> I'm sorry. Call me traditional. Call so me traditional, if you will. <laughs> you take my girl out on a date, you yeah, like, pay. I'm okay. not saying, okay, I'm a I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T chingy style woman, okay? I can do that. I can pay for myself, but I feel like... Men, I want to be wined and dined, especially on the first one or five dates. <laughs> I want you 
to be the one <laughs> paying. You know what I'm saying? I'm very independent, but when it comes to relationships and like being with a man, I want to feel like I'm being taken care of. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be every time. It doesn't have to exactly. be every circumstance. I just want to feel spoiled in that moment. I'm not telling you to do everything for me or anything yeah, like exactly. that. Or like baby me around like I'm your pet or something. But I don't know. I just want to feel spoiled. And that's just my preference. No, I agree. I yeah I absolutely agree with you in that sense and that's why I said if the guy really rates you um you will yeah. definitely pay for um you will definitely play pay for the day what do you think about that you know the pretend to reach over for the um bill at the end oh I'll okay so mine is to pretend to reach for my card in my um in my purse and when they say, oh, you don't have to worry about it. I'm like, oh, thank you. Then I'll pull out my lip gloss and do like that. And do a little swipe, swipe action, you know, to make the lips glisten. Uh. Because <laughs> I knew you was going to pay for that, boo. But I was just grabbing my lipstick. But, yeah, no. Um, I think that's cute. There's little tricks. Yeah. So you're doing, doing the, the reach for, for yeah, I'm doing the, the pretend, pretend reach, reach for my purse. Not the pretend reach for the thing. Pretend reach for, really reach for my chapstick. Okay, honey? Because these lips got to stay moisturized while you pay for that dime, <laughs> honey. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just feel like being not only a woman, but being a southern woman. A southern belle, as they say, darling. I'm from the south. And so all men pay for us to do these things, honey, okay? We can't just be rolling around on dates with these broke-ass men, honey, no. We want to be wined and done and taken for a good time, darling, okay? <laughs> Scarlett O'Hara, okay, gone with the wind, fabulous, honey. I want to be twirled and whirled and wined and dined. Thank you, ma'am. And that's my spill. Ooh, you heard that. <laughs> and that's my spill. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't think I'm reaching for it. I'm just looking at him. You're like that meme that's like P. Diddy and that blonde guy on that one music show where they're just like looking at each other. Back. <laughs> that's me 100%. Like, there's no fighting around the bushes. Are you paying or not? Cause don't get me wrong, I will always have yeah, my yeah. money to to put to to pay for anything. So if I'm paying, that means that's yeah. it. It's the most awkward part, though. Because Do you know what I like, mean? It's awkward in the sense that you don't really ever have that conversation before. It would be much less awkward if you're like, okay, we're going out, um, but like we're gonna split. Like you know, what I'm saying it's so much easier when there's like. <laughs> Like, I feel like if you have the conversation before, I can decide whether I want to go or not. Like, hey, we're going out for dinner. I'm paying. Great, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. We're going to split it. Okay, I'll stay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, you know, you can actually decide then whether or not you want to, like, be a part of it. But I don't know. I just feel like, like you said, I know it's so archaic and the principle is so, like, you know, very much so like gender role stereotypical but when it comes to gender stereotypical roles i'm okay with that one <laughs> have you have you ever paid for a date um i've paid for like dates like when it's comes to like my boyfriend and stuff i've never just paid for like a random date like so if i'm dating someone seriously no i'm on about the first no. date have you ever paid hell for a first no. date hell no <laughs> No, I say if you could see the, the 
her facial expressions that she's pulling, you'd be in I'm just saying, guys. like... <laughs> she's just like, no. I'm just saying, like, sir, if you forgot your wallet or you want me to pay, there is a bunch of dishes in the back that need to be washed, so go ahead and roll up your sleeves. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> bounce while you go do some dishes okay like, yeah i'm not paying for you uh i am paid oh, okay. before cute <laughs> how was that <laughs> like i said that was the last one so how did that come about though so like run us through the scenario was it just like oh okay yeah no problem i'll pay or like did he ask you to pay or like what was it he was just like oh it's so and so Basically, um, so we, it wasn't a dinner date. We was literally at a, um, a bar, and um, he was just like, when we finished drinking, etc. I did. I wasn't drinking mm-hmm. any alcohol this night, anyway. Um, I think what did I have? I think it was just um a bottle of water I had, or something, something so so little, and um, he was just like, oh, it's this amount of money. I was like, okay. So you paid for yours and his or just yours? I paid, yeah, I paid for us both. How did you end up buying his as well, though? Like, Listen, that, I don't know. And that is why I don't know. I have no idea. I was, I was, I, there was something, there was something in the air. Probably something yeah. had to be. Do you think that could have happened to me again? This is why I'm so... Firm is like, I'm not reaching for anything. That was the ultimate anything. flex on his end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it was only like, it wasn't, the, the and the thing is, the bill wasn't even extortionate. It wasn't, like I said, I was probably literally drinking water yeah. or something like that. He must have had a beer or something. In fact, I can't remember if I paid for it or not. That's, but that pisses me I off. The did. crazy thing is, I hate guys that don't want to... Um make you pay when it's like a five dollar tab it's like sir it's five dollars yeah like it was and the thing is it, it was it was so small that i didn't even i didn't this was years ago so it was so small i didn't even yeah. think nothing nothing of it but you know like when you're thinking back and you're like yeah. wait a minute am i at all yeah. like what's going on um and i was just like nah but yeah that that was the that was the last but I took I mm-hmm. took note of it after I was just me. like now, because I mean it was like literally, and, and especially when it's something so it was just the small yeah. amount of money, it just makes you think. Yeah. I'm like yeah you Waste didn't man. rate me. Waste, you didn't rate me, so that's why I'm like on the I'm like on the verge where I I don't mind paying, but if I do if I do end up paying, it's be, um there won't be a yeah. second date like. definitely first date definitely not probably first through fifth definitely not <laughs> i'm so shady no but like definitely later on down the line when we're dating we progress i'll definitely like oh yeah we're going to eat i'll grab this and this like it's not a big deal because at that point anyways you're probably like giving in like take like it's it's a more of like a mutually beneficial relationship anyway so like you're giving and taking so it doesn't really matter to me but initially no like I'm sorry, impress me a little bit at least. Like, don't just, and I'm not even, I don't, it's not that yeah, I care about your money because exactly. I don't, like, I can make my own, I can do my own. But, at, like, you know, if your personality is whack, at least, first yeah, impressions yeah, like, count. Really, like, 
first impressions if you if you if you're trying if you're there you're trying to yeah. pursue me um there's methods to, to this persuasion yeah. do you get what i'm saying um so and then, yeah so that was that was a wrap before it even yeah. began and then equally don't expect me to pay for our food i'm saying this just in general i'm gonna make you wait for the cooking anyways but don't on a first date make me pay for shit and then expect to get anything afterwards because that's the quickest way not to (laughs) okay just saying anyways (laughs) i move on but yeah like i said long term yes definitely short term no 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 no. you gotta do something for it what so are you yeah are you saying that say if you offered like if you was the one that initiated it would you pay then I mean, I'm for all for a woman empowerment and, like, all that stuff, but I'm not initiated nowadays. <laughs> Power to the woman, but I'm not initiating nothing, honey. You better ask me if you want to go. I, that's probably why I'm single, because I'm not, I will never be that woman to just be like, oh, yeah, let's go on a date. That's why, and that's another reason I hate Bumble, because I hate messaging a guy first. Like, I'm very much so, I want to be pursued. Like I, like I said, I want this big romantic meeting of my man like stranded on a desert comes and saves me like type thing you know so but when i said that i didn't mean like first mm-hmm. date you know because we don't we don't um oh, okay you mean like down the line like if, I, the if i'm like oh let's go yeah, on a whatever the, yeah. that's what I'm like if i'm with yeah the coconut club don't initiate first dates guys no we sure don't but if you do that's fine i mean (laughs) you can still listen to our podcast and initiate first dates but us two nah we're good we're good off of that we don't have time to be initiating dates like we got a lot of going on we're just our schedules are too busy and initiating dates is not you know we don't get paid to initiate dates so if we get paid to initiate them pay us and we'll initiate some dates <laughs> we'll do a lot for money we'll do a lot exactly. of wholesome stuff for money and initiating dates is one of them <laughs> but yeah if i am to ask somebody that i'm actually invested in and like dating on a date like hey babe let's go to the movies yes i'll get stuff for that completely fine don't care but i'm not initiating no like dates with people that i don't just know that's for sure that's not happening mm-hmm. but like so when you are dating somebody okay so like i always have this conversation it's funny because like when it comes to my friend groups we're very open we're very like out there and crazy like we text each other when we're pooping we'll like send each other pictures of us on the toilet we don't give a crap literally <laughs> don't give a crap but when it comes to your man like how long does it take you to get comfortable like how long would you say it would take you to get comfortable around that person I don't know. That hasn't hit my region yet. Well, hypothetically speaking, if your region was hit with that, you're going to be pooping and boo-booing in front of your man like it's nothing on week two or like what is it? Week what? Two? I'm joking. I'm saying like how long? What's the timeline? I don't even know. I can't even... You know what? That's something that I've never really thought about, pictured or imagined. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, the... This is why it would probably, I, have, I would have to be madly in love with this person. So I'm guessing on the verge of being my husband or whatever. Because oh. I swear, the slightest things turn me off. Oh. Like, literally, just a, like, a scratch on the forever. face. <laughs> you might be single forever, baby girl. <laughs> like, literally, the slightest things turn me off. So, like, I've, I've never pictured me farting or pooping um around anybody that i'm 
attracted to or I want to have a relationship with that I just never thought about it and now I'm thinking about it I still can't imagine it I feel like it's because you haven't met that person that was like your person and yeah I'm not saying that I've necessarily met a person that's my person maybe I don't know yet but like I feel like when you get around that person that's like oh like I am so in love with this person that like they can see me at my worst and like it doesn't matter because I know they'll accept me anyways that's kind of when it's like you know it's not like it's not necessarily like a timeline thing it's more of a person thing and it's like when you know you just know I know that sounds so Mm. cliche but it's like I feel like it's when you know you just know I mean, I feel like I could burp in front of someone. Burping is a little less daunting than, like, farting. Yeah, because, I mean, I burp all the time. Taking your wig off. (laughs) (laughs) I I burp all the time. Like, that's what I do. I mean, I can burp easily. I I do big man, grown man burpages. Don't scare the listeners away. (laughs) Yeah, I do it all the time. So I could do that. But I never really thought about, oh, I'm doing a poo walk-in to the toilet like I just never thought or farting no I'm too I'm too immature for this conversation mate oh my god grow up girl (laughs) (laughs) what did you say I said grow up girl (laughs) I cannot cope with you but yeah what about you so you're, you're fine with doing this Listen, That's like I said, I'm, I'm very sensing. much an open book. I'm not saying week one I'm going to poop in front of you. I don't really like pooping in public, though. Like, I prefer to poop at home. Because I, I know the toilet's fresh and, like, clean and stuff like that. And, like, I don't sit on public toilets. Um, But I'm very much so open. And when I was saying for you, like, maybe it just takes that special one. Like, for me, I don't really care. Like, I feel like it's a natural occurrence. Am I just going to, like, start farting in front of you? No, that's a little bit different. <laughs> when it comes to pooping, if I have to poop, I have to poop. Like, I just got to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... No, but what's crazy is I remember I used to know someone and they used to, like, fart around each other for fun. And I've been like, you guys are so weird. No, <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Was, like, it that's was like, disgusting. who can do the loudest fart? No, that's gross. Like, farting, I think farting is kind of, like, that is kind of like, oh, I'll try to, like, hide that, whatever. But, like, people that just fart just to, like, be farting. Like, some, there's a kid that used to sit in front of me in junior high that would used to just fart and, like, laugh at it. And I was like, look, I can't sit here anymore, miss. Like, this man is farting on purpose. <laughs> and it's not cute. Like, I don't want that on me. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, you know, you're a kid. But no, but, like, as I'm older, like, I... When it comes to, like, bodily functions, like, burping, I don't care. I'll burp in front of you. I don't give a shit. I can know you for a day and burp. Like... Obviously, I'll be, like, polite about it. I won't just be like, like, I'll laugh. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to, like, pooping and farting, I don't know. But I'm also a very strategic pooper, so I can poop without you knowing that I'm pooping. Like, I've, like, literally managed to find all the hacks to poop without anyone detecting I've pooped. So maybe that's why I'm a little bit less. I don't do that one because I don't like wasting toilet paper, but I like to, like, pre-plush, pre-flush. Like, I'll flush as it's dropping. <laughs> and then I also carry, like, a little bottle of poopery in my purse. Do you have poopery? In, do you have poopery in the UK? We have this thing called poopery. Like, potpourri, but poopery that you spray into the toilet so you can't tell. And I always carry that with me in my purse. It's like a little handheld poopery thing, and I just spray that. That thing, when I tell you, you could literally be... You could literally be 
Austin Powers fat bastard dropping a deuce in the toilet and you wouldn't even detect that. Could have had, I don't know, bratwurst, chitlins, corn, cabbage, all this other stuff for dinner and like literally shit your load. <laughs> no one would detect it because this stuff is so powerful. I physically can't do that in other people's toilets anywhere. Like, I, I can't use public toilets. The only no, time I, the, the only time I will use a pub, even to wee, I'm talking about, I, the only time I use a public is if I'm really, really desperate and I'm on I the verge of, like, pee. I'm yeah. on the verge of peeing my pants. Either Even when I was in school, I never used the toilets. I yeah. always wait till the end of the day. I come at home and, and um, do and, and use a toilet. I'm I'm queen of holding it in. <laughs> that's not good for you, but that's a I story know. for another day. <laughs> I definitely don't like to poop in public. Yes, hundred percent. But if but I'm at no. a guy's house and I have to poop, I'm gonna poop. Now, when I it comes to farting it. and stuff, sometimes it just like slips. Like you know when you're laughing and it just kind of like slips out. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't like it to intentionally fart, but, like, a lot of times my, my toots are, like, really quiet, too. Like, you know how you can just feel if it's, like, a quiet one or, like, a loud one? Then like you Those can are usually kind of the dangerous it. ones, those quiet ones. That's what they say, but my quiet ones are usually not dangerous. The quiet ones are the dangerous. Those I guess it depends on what bombs. you eat that day. That's another thing. I'm really careful about what I eat, especially in the initial phases around people, mm-hmm. if I know it's going to, like, make me gassy. So, like, I'll try to stay away. I don't know if beans necessarily make me gassy, but I know, like, if you, if you, beans react to your stomach, you stay away from those. Or, like, cheese, like, dairy sometimes make, I don't think I'm lactose, but sometimes, like, specific cheeses and stuff make you, like, a little bit more bloated or, like, milks and, like, dairy. So, like, I'll be very cautious about that around people. I love how we're talking about pooping and farting. This is so fun. I know. Like, we went from dating <laughs> Welcome to, to the Coconut Club, where we literally talk about anything. <laughs> we literally talk shit. We talk shit. I love it. Oh, that's a good way to wrap it up. We talk shit. Talking shit. We love you guys. We love you, coconuts. Stay cool, stay fresh, and stay crazy. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Kez, one half of the nutty duo that makes up the Coconut Club. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. Or if this is your first time here, cheers and take a sip for us. We love getting to chat with you guys each week about our crazy adventures, but we would love it even more if we could hear about what's going on in your world. So if you like what you hear, first things first, go ahead and crack that subscribe button so you know when a fresh coconut episode drops. And if you want to be a part of the Coconut Club, give us a follow on Instagram. The only way we grow is if we have more coconuts following along with us and letting us know what you like and what you want to hear. So join the conversation by dropping us a comment or DM with any topic suggestions or if you need some advice and we may just shout you out in our next episode. See you coconuts next week.